Hello Compassionistas, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl. Today we embark on an auspicious journey together, exploring a particular profound insight from compassion-focused therapy. So grab a cup of tea or coffee, find a comfortable seat, and let's dive into the art of flourishing in life through the lens of compassion. Have you ever wondered what it truly means to flourish in life? Well, flourishing isn't just about success or external achievements. It's about cultivating a rich, meaningful and compassionate existence. At the heart of compassion-focused therapy is the belief that compassion is a powerful force that can transform our lives. It's about being sensitive to suffering, empathizing and sympathizing with that suffering, and then being motivated and committed to doing something to alleviate that suffering and prevent future suffering. We cultivate a deep, authentic sense of compassion for ourselves and those around us. But the way we see compassion is evolving, moving beyond alleviating and preventing suffering and incorporating a sense of flourishing. It's about treating ourselves and others with warmth and kindness, wisdom and strength, reassurance, support and encouragement. When we live a compassionate life, embracing opportunities to be compassionate towards others and ourselves, we create a safe, nurturing environment, primed for change and growth, enthusiasm and determination, hope and persistence. When we embody our compassionate selves, that version of ourselves that is at our compassionate best, then we create a feeling of safeness for ourselves and others. And when we as humans feel safe and secure, then we become curious and ready to explore the world. Then we flourish. Think of the toddler, say three or four years old, out with their mum on a play date. It's a new environment. The child feels a little unsure, but they feel safe and secure with their mum. Now the mum notices that the child is a little anxious, gives the child a cuddle and some words of reassurance, and then says, go on, have a look at the toys. Nervous at first, the child wanders a few steps and then looks back at their mum. Go on, says the mum. You can do it. Feeling safe, the child wanders a little further and the process continues this way until the child is exploring the friend's toy room, finding fun and interesting toys, playing with their friends and every now and then bringing something back to mum to show up. And then out they go again to see what else they can find. Life can work like this for all of us. When we feel physically or psychologically unsafe, when we're suffering, we feel the urge to avoid, withdraw, hide away. Our threat system is activated and that can be very inhibiting and restricting. But compassion, whether we are the giver or the receiver of compassion, this can take us from threat to soothing. And once we feel soothed, calm, safe and secure, then we can shift again to the drive system, explore the world, make discoveries and flourish. If you would like to know more about threat, drive and soothing, you can go here to one of my earlier videos that summarizes the compassion-focused therapy perspective on these different emotional systems. I remember working with one young fellow 
who through the power of compassion overcame challenges, found strength and purpose and truly flourished. When I first met him, he was riddled with self-criticism, mean, harsh, self-attacking, self-hating self-criticism. And part of him assumed it was a good thing. He believed it helped motivate him, keep him on track, achieve and succeed. But when we looked a little closer, even he conceded that self-criticism was having quite the opposite effect. For example, he would go home in the evenings and endlessly ruminate over all of the things he thought he had done wrong at work that day. Unable to sleep, he would drink, eventually pass out until the alarm went off the next morning and he had to do it all again. So we spent a fair bit of time cultivating safeness, used body-based practices to help him feel calm and grounded and used imagery to connect with a sense of compassion. And it was so interesting what happened next. A little way along the road of our work together, he decided to do some volunteer work. He joined a local community group, sat in on some of the school-based activities the community group ran, and then developed his own little niche, inspiring kids to get involved with science and technology. He felt safe enough to explore possibilities, brought more compassion into his daily life, and started to leave some of that self-criticism and rumination behind. He felt purposeful, happy, and developed new friends and a much more satisfying social life. He started flourishing in his life. This incredible fellow embraced compassion and self-compassion, allowing him to navigate life's ups and downs with grace and contribute more to the things he found really meaningful. His story reminds us that flourishing is not a destination. It's a continuous journey of growth, learning and compassion. So would you like to take some steps towards flourishing? Start by cultivating a daily compassion practice. Find opportunities to to extend warmth and kindness to others and do things that contribute positively to the world around you. Remember, small acts of compassion can spread and create profound effects. Thank you for joining me on this journey of compassion and flourishing. As we wrap up, I invite you to reflect on how you can bring more compassion and self-compassion into your life. Remember, you also deserve kindness, understanding and the opportunity to flourish. Until next time, be helpful to others and yourselves. Flourish through compassion and let the world witness the incredible impact of everything you do.